quick shout out again to this week's episode sponsor, the Melanin Hemp Goddess Shop, a one-stop hemp shop created for and by women of color. Owner Desiree, who is also a melanin goddess, was so tired of seeing the same products and images at smoke shops and she was having the same awful experiences. So one day she decided to do something about it and create products herself in an online shop where women of color can feel comfortable and are represented on the products. I love the Melanin Hemp Goddess Shop because they have items such as crystal pipes, gold goddess ashtrays that have melanin beauties on them, gold goddess blunt rings, rolling trays, and so much more. Learn more and support this black woman-owned canna brand on melaninhempgoddess.com to toke like the goddess that you are and find them on Instagram at melaninhempgoddess. You can also use discount code M-J-I-Y-A-N-A for 10% off your first order. Rated M for Mature. We want more. We want more. Like, we really like it. We want more. Welcome back to Wine, Weed, and Weave. I am your host and creator, Ayana, aka the Marijuana Ayana. And if you're new here, welcome to the show. If you don't know, the show is created to highlight and amplify the work and voices of black and brown women in the cannabis industry. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. Hope everyone is remaining high, healthy, and in high spirits as always and has something to sip or smoke on while listening. Also, just some quick church announcements. Um, I have a new microphone finally, so hopefully the sound quality is better. I know the sound was really messing up a couple episodes ago, so hopefully the sound is better. And then also thank you to this season's sponsors and partners so far. Because of the partners, I've been able to upgrade the quality slowly but surely. And then I'm also looking for sponsors for the last half of this season and the upcoming season. So if you or anybody you know is a cannabis brand or CBD brand, Reach out to me via my Instagram at the Marijuana Ayana, or you can email me. My email is also my Instagram, and I can send you more info about our podcast partnerships. But anyway, super excited to get this episode. You guys don't even know what we went through <laughs> to get here. It's been quite a lot of technical difficulties. Whether this episode will be as long and as perfect as I have my other ones, I don't know yet. We're just we're working with it as we go along. Y'all know I just figure stuff out as I go. But anyway, um, this week's episode guest is the creator, founder of Mother of Green. Mother of Green is a cannabis digital media company that's also accompanied by CBD skincare products. Um, and she's also the creator of, um, uh, like I said, Mother of Green. And she created Mother of Green to deliver honest, credible, and totally entertaining content to not only destigmatize, but also normalize healthy cannabis use among women one puff at a time, which I really love that little line. Um, she's a Detroit native oh. with a background in journalism. Hey, hey, journalism background majors, stand up. Okay. And her. <laughs> um, and she is on a mission to shift the conversation about cannabis in the black and brown community. Please welcome Simi Bowden, also known as Simi Bowden TV. Ah. Hey, girl, hey. Hi. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Good morning. We are recording this in the morning. Usually we do this in the morning, but like I said, <laughs> that's a lot of difficulties. <laughs> How are you doing? How are you feeling today? You know what? I'm pretty good. It's so interest- interesting that you say morning because for you guys it's morning, but for me it's afternoon. Oh, yeah. So, honey... I've been moving today. Um, I got a last-minute wholesale gummy order to make some um, edibles. So I basically had to hammer that out between midnight last night and then 9 o'clock this morning. So got all that done, um, got that to the vendor who needed it. So that was awesome. And pretty much just kind of trying to get a little bit of this Christmas – well, not – a little bit this last leg of Christmas shopping out the way and then we are good to go so now I'm really just smoking and talking to y'all yes I'm loving it early morning hustling is the best because like you're tired so yes you, you really get so much done okay and, and I feel so good you, uh smoking on today so today I'm actually doing a mixture of a few different indicas um 
So funny thing, I have like this little jar that I call my shake jar. So pretty mm-hmm. much I just allow for all of this shake of like all the, the strands that I've like smoked within the month or mm-hmm. two months to I pretty much just all collaborate together. <laughs> yes, honey, I call it my party pack. So mm-hmm. you right just need now, a little quick joint. Okay, real quick, something real nice. So that's pretty much what I'm just smoking on. It's just a mixture of a bunch of different hybrids and indicas all in one. So I know it's going to hit me very nice. fast. I mean, indicas, like, I'm someone who can smoke indicas at any time of day, and I'm fine, but sometimes they sneak up on you, and you'll be like, oh, oh, take a nap. Okay. You are just like me. See, I was on a call um, earlier on Clubhouse, and a lot of people were talking about how they can't do indicas because it just puts them so down, which is typical, but I was like, ooh, I can do indica any time of the day. I, I feel great. Sativas, so, man. Like, sativas be having me shaking like I had an espresso. <laughs> Yeah, man, sativas will have me so paranoid, like, all right, got to do this, got to do that. Like, as focused as I should be feeling, no, my brain is, like, on 12, like, okay, get this Same. done, get that done, get this done, so. And this is why we smoke yeah. I think I'm having an indica mix, okay. too. I'm having um, some CBD, THC mix. I have this every morning. It's one of my favorite ways to start my day in my little rose quartz pipe. Um Ooh. What is this? I don't even know what this is. It's honestly, it's so funny. So I'm in Long Beach, and, um, you know, Long Beach is very known for our music, the music out here for, like, Too Short, E-40, you know, all the people. And mm-hmm. Too Short has a strain yep. out here. He has a, a, a cannabis company out here, which I didn't know. So I was just like, I'm in Long Beach. Let me get some Too Short weed. I won't lie. <laughs> it is not the best weed. Ooh, so I've had to mix so it with some um, to make it a little more palatable, but it's it's all right. Like it's okay. I I wouldn't pay as much as I paid for it if I knew it wasn't gonna be fire. But if you put Too Short's name on it, I assume it's fire. But that's not always the case because you know celebrities just try to they just slap their name on a product sometimes. And yeah, I was getting ready to say white labeling is really a thing um, in cannabis, and that's probably what happened was that it got white labeled and. He probably did try his own strand at one point, loved it. Like, that was a great it's batch. It's probably true. And then the batches after that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did not hit like they are supposed to. But so. I still love mm. too short. Oh, God, it's too short. Yeah, definitely. Still love them. <laughs> All <laughs> right. So let's smoke your strand anymore. Conversation. Um, so today we'll be talking about cannabis and creating a brand and content, which Sydney has done so, so well. I recently found your page. I don't know how I didn't find you earlier because, girl, you are doing <laughs> so much, and it's just so awesome to see. I love discovering – you're not new to this, but, like, I love discovering new to me black women who are, like, just really putting their whole foot yes. in the industry and just creating what they want to create. I love to see it. So what was your first experience with cannabis, and how did you get interested in getting into the industry? Yeah, absolutely. So um, my first time ever doing anything with cannabis was definitely when, oh, I'm sorry, someone got stuck. No, they wasn't, sorry. Um, no, you're so my fine. first ever time doing any anything with cannabis was when um, I was 16. So I would tell you guys, so before, you know, when I was a kid, how they used to always tell us about, you know, if you're smoking, you're going to die, you're going to get cancer, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I was that kid. Like, you oh, cannot no. smoke weed, don't do that, blah, 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 blah. So I had a friend at the time, um, and he had an older sister who was, like, one of the very first medical marijuana patients in Michigan, like, when it first became, mm-hmm. you know, a thing. Yeah, very um, And, you know, yeah, very recent. So um, I was just like, um, nope, y'all still going to get cancer and die. Don't do that. Don't do that. So, you know, I had to sit down with her just to kind of figure out, like, girl, why are you smoking? Like, why why are you smoking weed? What is this supposed to do? And mm-hmm. to come to find out, she's an actual endometriosis patient. Mm-hmm. So she suffers from a lot of abdominal pains and mm-hmm. issues um, and cramps and things like that that different women do go through when they do have endometriosis. Mm-hmm. So cannabis is what really helped her to stimulate an appetite um, to be able to properly sleep, right, to really be yeah. able to withstand that pain to allow for it to numb within her body. So uh, that was pretty much where it was the start for me. And then that same friend and a couple of my friends, you know, had a hotel party. So we all went outside to the car to smoke and baby, it's nothing like that first ever. Oh Oh my my gosh. I can't even remember. (laughs) I I remember because it was that great of a time. Like, (laughs) you were like, I I was, 
honey, I get it. And the crazy part was that everybody in the room had already smoked. Okay, they they already they they were true to this. I was the only one that was new to this. So it was yeah. just like, well, you guys, I'm hungry. I got the munchies. <laughs> My friend, like, you know, uh, go to the vending machine. I said I only got five dollars to eat. About yeah, go use that. I said I don't want no damn quarters back from the vending machine. I want my dollars back. So that was when I knew I, I was seeing the truth was coming out. Like you know how people say like you know people get liquid courage. No, it just mm-hmm. seems like my bluntness was like times ten. Yeah. Um, the first You're thing like, it was just constantly coming out. This is for me, okay. This is great. So, um, graduated high school, went on to college, wasn't really too heavily into smoking, um, was still smoking like here and there, but because yeah. I was standing in the dorms, you know, I couldn't necessarily be a regular smoker. Yeah, like most people uh, in college, you year. can like go to a party yeah. and someone has weed, you might have a little bit, you know. Absolutely, or you know, go to somebody's house who does have an apartment and they might have some weed, kind of like mm-hmm. those things, but um, when I actually got to my senior year, I did get an apartment, and that's when, you know, definitely my smoking habit did start to pick up a bit, but mm-hmm. nothing too extreme because I was in the apartment, still on campus, girl, so I was still afraid that the um, little campus police was going to come get me. Listen, Mm-mm. I have so. so many stories about being in college with cannabis, because I, I went to school in Texas. I'm from Texas originally. So they were not playing. Oh. So I had a pipe in my dorm room, not even a used pipe, and the cops fully came. Like, it was ridiculous. Oh, girl, okay. So that, it was enough for me just hearing, like, yes. how they swooped like, down. And it's fear. like a full-blown raid. <laughs> yes. So I was like, I don't have time for none of that. I cannot do that. So senior, you know, still smoking regular. But when I finally graduated, I came back home. And that was when the habit really picked up. Um, moved into my own apartment, stayed at home for about a couple months, moved into my own apartment. Um, and things just really, like, went full circle. And then, um, so when I went to school, I went for film, video, and media studies. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, of course, to be a journalist. And at school, I had my own show called The Social Beast Show. However, um, when I came back home, of course, you know, I didn't have that studio anymore. That was a show about college students. So mm-hmm. I'm not really, I don't have any college students anymore in my hometown for like, I mean, yeah, they're there, but you don't have them as easily and readily available to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it was just like so many things had changed. And I needed to figure out, well, what's the next best thing that I can do um, in this field of journalism? And how can I really uh, just brand myself a bit different? So, girl, tried to do tech. That was boring. Like, I don't want to hear it, but I don't even want to talk to y'all about this because I don't even want to hear about this. I only watch oh, a tech man. video when I when I'm getting a new tech outside of that, I don't care. So that was a no. Um, I was trying to teach people how to brand themselves. And that was just like a, nope, nope, we ain't doing this. Um, what else I do? Oh, then I tried to be a motivational speaker. And then I was like, oh, honey, you need motivation. Like, how are you going to motivate other people? Oh, so man. it was just like, just trying no, everything. no. Trying, okay, try everything. And so I said, okay, what do I really, really like? What do I want to try? And at one point, cannabis did pop into my head um, in 2018. But, you know, I kind of really shrugged it off, like, mm, I can't do cannabis. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like the squeaky clean good girl. Like, nobody really yeah. even knows I smoke weed. I that like that. Stigma, people all think that I'm professional. Really is heavy, man. It's so heavy. So, you know, I was just like, no. And then, I, I don't know, one day I was like, you know what? Oh, no, I worked in retail, so it wasn't even like I had a job where I couldn't smoke or anything like that or I couldn't have this image or couldn't be building. So I just said, you know what, forget it. Let's just go ahead and do it. Let's make it do what it do. So then I was like, well, I'm about to lose so many followers. Like, everybody who liked me before, they're never going to like me anymore. I'm sorry, Grandma. I'm sorry, cousin. Yes, like, I'm losing it. I'm about to lose it all. I have to rebuild it. And it was the total opposite like uh women really started to gravitate towards it because they were like wow I smoke but Sydney you smoke so I can feel good about smoking and it was just like yeah like I'm a successful stoner y'all I don't know about everybody else out in the world you are breaking the stigma and that is that like we we had to do this one step at a time so it was just about you know creating creative content to really, you know, first of all, teach people about the different strands. So, A, know what you're smoking, right? Know how it's going to really affect your body. And then know your tolerance. And it was really Mm -hmm. just about stressing to them um, that you don't only have to utilize cannabis in a smoking way. There are ingestibles. Mm -hmm. There are topicals. You can rub it on your body, rub it on your lips, you know, put it in your hair. There are just so many different things and so many avenues within this, this business. So it was just like, why not? And it has definitely been a wonderful ride since I, I started. I love your journey. I feel like 
I was also a journalism major who didn't smoke weed, and I feel like every girl who hasn't smoked, who did not smoke weed, and were so anti-weed, are like the biggest weed heads now. <laughs> mm-hmm. we just Absolutely. Like it's not harmful. It helps us in so many ways. So I love that you have found the plant medicine, and it's led you up to here. So what? So you have yeah. so much content on Mother Brain, which I really, really love. And like you said, you're showing people. And they don't have to just consume cannabis by smoking it. How do you develop these ideas? Do they come from suggestions from other people? Or do you just have, like, conversation with friends? Or do you, you know, just kind of build whatever you want to build? Um, It's honestly a mix of all of those different things. Um, Some things pop into my head. So I first started off with my Dank of the Days. And those were just things that were popping into. I knew I wanted to do strand reviews and educating people on the different Mm -hmm. strands. Um, but as I grew deeper into, I used to like these little comedy bits before, and that was where it was like, all right, I need some help. Like, I don't know what else to do to tell people, but I still want to do the strand reviews. So, um, you know, then just kind of became more so into me, like, just show people content-wise, show people some of everything that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, I pay attention to a lot of the conversations that people have, and even that I have. So, you know, I remember before I had even began this, um, like I said, I went to school for videography as well. So I was working with a gentleman who has a a famous videography company here locally and kind of out in Cali as well. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about this girl that they knew, um, him and another gentleman who was on the team, talking about this girl they knew and how, I guess at one point, she was a thicker girl or a real big girl. And pretty much she slimmed down, but she really slimmed down because she was smoking weed. So, um, you know, they just had so many harsh and, yeah, like so many harsh and negative things to say about her. And it was just like, well, damn, you don't even know the reason as to why she even started smoking weed Mm -hmm. in the first place for y'all to be saying, oh, she needs to put that down. Um, You don't even know how how she felt internally and mentally when she was thicker and bigger. Mm -hmm. She might be feeling her happiest and healthiest in this time while you're sitting there trying to pass judgment. So, you know, the biggest thing for me was, let me help to to uh, allow for other women to understand and to know it's okay for you to smoke and for you to have your own reason why you don't yeah. have to explain it to I'm anyone like, and because shit. you <laughs> shit okay girl you don't explain it to nobody so it's not their business to nobody it's not their business I say at most when you do get a spouse you just need to be um very honest with your spouse and open a is choosing somebody who also smokes as much as you do. Or if you choose somebody who don't smoke at all, you just let them know, honey, this is what I do, and this is my yeah. real lifestyle. Nine times out of ten, it's really not going to work, but it's just about <laughs> being upfront. I cannot. And I have tried so many times to get people who don't smoke, and it don't work. <laughs> it don't work. Like, you just be like, you know what? Ah, no. Because you, 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 sometimes you got those moments where you just like, all right, I am ready to roll up, and you got this person just looking at you like, what are you doing? Why are you always smoking? Or when they talk because about the smoke. Like yes. Leave me the fuck alone. Do you want me to deal with you in a happy manner? That's or do you want me to be on edge? You just like, let me know. Can you date, like, you should do, like, a couple cannabis video, like, a couple who smokes weed and a couple that has one person that smokes weed and one who doesn't. And, like, <laughs> yes, like, let's like, talk dude. about it. Yeah, that's a conversation. So where did the concept of Mother of Green come from, and when did you realize that it was successful? Because I've seen the video. I've watched a lot of your videos. I saw a lot of comments. I see the comments on your page, and it seems like you're getting really good feedback. Yes. Um. So I'm so freaking happy, too, because it's definitely <laughs> been growing, and I love it. Um, a lot. So pretty much um, I sat down with, she was my branding manager at the time. Her name is Courtney Randolph. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. Everybody should go and definitely see her. Um, but I told her that I wanted to develop a cannabis brand. Um, and I, at first I started kind of building my brand in terms of what I just wanted the foundation of it to look like in terms of who, who's my audience, who I'm talking to. Um, and then like the ways in which I define myself. So a cannabis kind of sewer, a cannabis, um, you just coming up with all like the real fancy step out there kind of names. And um, she was like, yeah, that's cute and all, but we need to come up with a real name. So I was like, ooh, get me together. So what's the real name? <laughs> and we were, we were kind of just coming up with some of everything. And I was like, ooh, 
the auntie of weed. No, the auntie of green. And at first she said the mother of green. And I was like, I cannot be out here saying I'm the mother of green because I ain't nobody's mom. Like, I'm okay, mom. I'm somebody's auntie. I'm not a mom. Okay, I am not a mom. I but like it, it, it was just like, like mother nature. Like I, I like the yes. holistic aspect of the branding. Like mother nature, green, and, green weed. Mhm. And that was what it was. I had to go home and go to sleep on it. Like, girl, <laughs> we going with mother of green because I like it. it. It is ringing so well. And and that was pretty much just. Just what it was, it was, you know, it was a play on words. So that way, when I do, um, as I'm going through the process of legalization, um, like when I opened up the company's bank account, I wanted to for those things to be seamless processes because mm-hmm. anytime that you have like, you know, marijuana or ganja or CBD, any kind yeah, of like cannabis like associated it. name, yeah, they don't like it. It's such a red flag. So, and that was just, I, I want, I see this brand as a household brand that can go on many different things from, yeah. you know, topicals to the accessories that people use. And I just want people to feel very comfortable with having them in their home without people necessarily having to be like, you know, like, oh, that's just some weed stuff. Yeah, or, oh, you I don't know, have exactly to, like, this hide it. For. Like, if, you, if I see Mother Green on, like, packaging, the name itself doesn't seem like it's weed. And I recently was, like, Christmas shopping for my grandparents and trying to find, like, CBD stuff for them. But everything had, like, weed leaves on it and had, like, names. Mm-hmm. Like, just, like, very weedy. So I love the branding because it could be for anybody. And they don't have to hide it. They can feel comfortable with it in their home. Yes, absolutely. So that that was pretty much the biggest thing for sure. Yeah. As we know, like I just said, like, Sometimes women, especially like older women, they have to, they feel like they have to hide their weed usage or there's a lot of shame. As we know, like women of color, especially from our own experiences, I'm sure people around us face a lot of criticism and shame when it comes to our cannabis use. Have you personally ever experienced something like this? And why is normalizing cannabis use for women so important to you? Yes. So yes and no. Um, so I say no only because from a peer to peer perspective, um, I don't feel like anybody has ever outrightly said anything about like mm-hmm. my smoking. But like I say, I also mostly hang around people who, who have the habit that I have, right? Yeah. You know, like I'm gonna keep it real. I literally had one really, really great friend who did not smoke, but in the same breath where she didn't smoke, she still um she was a drinker. Not necessarily like an alcoholic, but you know, yeah. her her body was their drinking. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, so because of the, she understood her vice, so therefore she never judged my vice. Like when we would be in college, she would she'd be like, there go the people that got the weed. Bye. I'll see you in a minute. So, so that, you know, that was our friendship. And I don't. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so, you know, and and I love those dynamics. So from a peer perspective, it wasn't so much of a judgment, but I will say, so, you know, when I first started, my mom first found out she was not with it, okay, not with it at all. Her biggest thing was like, you better get a job, you better get a job, blah, blah, blah. Okay, girl, I'm going to get a job. Like, you worry about the wrong thing, the (laughs) wrong thing, but all right, cool. Um, But, you know, like, she wasn't. So when it came to the stigmatizing, it was just like, well, why don't you like weed? Like, what's the issue with weed that you don't mm-hmm. like? It? And uh, my mom, your your only thing was just what you heard about it from the from just the general public, right? Mm-hmm. What the government said, the the stigmas that have been centered around it, all those things. However, here was the caveat and the twist to that: my grandmother, my mother's mother, smoked when she was younger. So when she mm-hmm. found out that I smoked, there was actually no judgment. She just never wanted me to smoke in my mom's house. But honey, my grandmother, she's been in my commercials for my events. Oh, just acting like she's so sparking cute. up. So, yes, that's my grandmother. She is my biggest tester for my topicals, um, oh. like the body butters, the lip balm, my edibles. Uh, she asked for joints. Like I she's love good that. because the reasoning as to why it helps her to eliminate her pill usage, um, her sleeping mm-hmm. pills, her arthritis pills, all them aches and she just goes to cannabis. So she's going to a more holistic um, and a wellness type effort. So with that, she and I are able to show my mother something different. To to teach her, like, you don't have to just take a pill because the doctor prescribed it to you. You can literally rub on this little body butter or Mm -hmm. smoke you some weed and then go sit down and you'll be okay. And you're not in pain. So that's pretty much, you know. And you're not in pain. 
So that's pretty much, you know, kind of where we are. And, and she is growing um, because, like, right now I'm developing a roll-on release. So my mother has been wanting to test it. And the difference with the body butter and the roll-on, the body butter doesn't seep into your bloodstream. So you don't necessarily get that high effect. It just relaxes your body and calms the ache. Mm-hmm. Whereas the roll-on release, because it's an oil-based, it will seep into your bloodstream because it seeps into your skin much easily. But So that's what she wants. So it's just like, hmm, okay, well, let's see how you do Let's That's see how so well cute that your you. grandma is so involved in your, like, product development mm-hmm. and your branding. And I'm sure, like, as your mom sees what you're doing, she'll realize this is a job. Like, it's a whole industry out here. And people are making Absolutely. lots of money from it. And black women should be able to do that, too, without, like, shame or stigma. Um, and then speaking of the industry, like, as you mentioned, Michigan became legal very recently. I can't remember when exactly, but I feel like not more like like a year it was just last year yeah like last year we became rec legal just last year and then we've been med legal for about 10 years now I think that was huge when I saw Michigan become recreational legal because that was something I feel like a lot of people didn't think was going to happen what has it been like out there since the industry has become fully legal (laughs) like has it changed has it expanded is everyone smoking weed now or like it's still the same (laughs) so it is, it's pretty much, honestly, it's kind of the same. And I'll say this only because, so different cities have their different ways of progressing, right, mm-hmm. on on a, that very aggressive scale of progressing, kind of like Cali and like Colorado have. Mm-hmm. So for us, it's pretty much just, um, like I said, we finally became rec legal, so boom, more and more people are definitely able to go into the dispensaries that are mm-hmm. rec legal because I stay in Detroit, which is predominantly, you know, a black, yeah. um, a black that's community and things like that. That's where we to see it get legalized because that's where the war on drugs yes. like, affected people the most. Absolutely. So for us right now, we don't have rec legal spaces. Those will be coming in 2021. Okay. Um, Detroit decided to kind of take a year to just really um, understand, like, the regulations, understand yeah. um, how cannabis is helping people, like, so, yeah, like, they really want an understanding, and that's something that I really have to respect versus kind of just rushing to give us what we want um, yeah. because, you know, when you rush to give people what they want, it just comes with a lot of rules and regulations. Work, and it like, long-term. It's Absolutely. It doesn't work long term. And these rules and regulations are being brought on by people who don't even smoke weed, who aren't even involved with the plant, who haven't even educated themselves. So to kind of see that they are trying to educate themselves, that's an A plus in my book. Um, So right now um, I'm actually going through the application process of um, becoming a social equity applicant. So, you know, I'll definitely be taking you guys along my journey to, um, you know, see that, you know, I, I, Yes, since pandemic, it's just been like, I I really want to buckle down. Um, It's more than just about being a cannabis influencer for me. Um, The biggest thing, like the long-term goal is to have a women's only cannabis lounge. Um, And it's no shade to the men because I love the men. Yes, like I, I, you know, I love them. They they are definitely a part of my support system and like the people who encourage me. Hold on, shush your mouth. I'm sorry. (laughs) They are part of the people who encourage me. However, um, my primary brand focus is to ensure that women always feel comfortable um, Mm -hmm. with cannabis. Women always feel comfortable while they're smoking. And I want a co-working space where we'll be able to, you know, versus you coming in for your after work um, happy hour drink, you coming in for your after after work happy hour joint. Oh, my gosh. Um, And we toast it up and we talk and – so and, much. you know, we're able to brainstorm across the table with each other. So that's really the biggest, that's the long-term aspect. And I know that that first becomes um, in the legalization piece, um, not only for that, but even for the products, right? My topicals, my body butter, um, the lip balm, as well as the roll-on. So definitely looking to have those things wholesaled um, and definitely into dispensaries all across the Midwest and then definitely pushing them further out west as I grow to getting the licensing. But right now I just yes. have to tackle Michigan first. And once I tackle Michigan, it's just like, okay, I can go out here and tackle these other states. Yes, I love I love that idea so much. Sending you lots of positive energy for that application. You guys, please send Sydney Thank lots you. of love on her Instagram. I don't know who you talk to in Detroit to, like, get this moved along. But if y'all know somebody that knows somebody, because I, I want to okay. see this. I mean, it's going to happen no matter what. You said it, it's already happened. But I would it's love to see It's already happened, like. I've been asking people, you know, talking to people, definitely just going hard. So that's that's what 2021 is definitely all about is 
It's about um, becoming legalized, definitely becoming that social equity applicant um, and going through that process, going yeah. through that journey for that six to 13 weeks um, and definitely just, just loving it, loving it, taking and you like guys you along said, the way, like, definitely building partners. The men. the men are great. I love smoking with my male friends. The men are great. But sometimes it's a little, like, especially if you're new to cannabis, it could be kind of uncomfortable or intimidating smoking with a man. Or they're just like mm-hmm. just being mad, annoying. <laughs> you don't want to deal with that. Yes. So yes. Or they just always want to... you to pull up and smoke to Netflix and chill. Like, like, I no. don't want to talk to you. <laughs> so <laughs> having a space just for women to smoke just sounds so good because you'll feel a hundred percent comfortable, and other women can ask you some questions. I feel like that'd be a really great place for moms, like moms who want to smoke, because then they can mm-hmm. go in there and not feel judged. I can't. I can already see the vision. I see what you're building, girl. I can see it. I see it. Okay. I'm coming once it's this open. This is safe for all open. women. It's already open. It's literally already <laughs> open. Your plane ticket has already been booked and everything. Yes. Like you've already walked can't through wait. the door for the grand opening. Oh yes. Wait. This is so going to be nice and posh. I'm sure your women's weed lounge will be, you know, full of products that you love and. Uh, you know, topicals and things from Mother Brain and other brands. What are some of your favorite products that you've been using this year and, like, some of your favorite ways to consume? And what strains have you been loving this year? Mm, yes. Okay. So product-wise, because I've been, you know, so focused into my products and um, making sure that the recipes and the applications and you things like that are right. You um, like, I've been loving what I make. That's why. <laughs> Because that's it, okay? I've been loving exactly what I make. From the edibles to um, my body butters and my body relief products, I love them. So my lip balm, that's what I got to start with first and foremost because I smoke a lot. I'm a habitual smoker. I don't mm-hmm. mind telling people. Um, you know, sometimes two to three bunks a day, sometimes even four, depending upon, you know, the people that I'm with. That's fine. Um, no judgment. So all been there. Because, yeah, so, <laughs> you know, because of those things, um, I realized that I have to definitely keep my lips nice mm-hmm. and moist. Um, so my rescue lips, it works, you know, it has so many different, like the ingredients all within help to really re-promote the collagen within your lips. So it helps to bring it back to that natural pink essence that you really started with because every time you smoke, you're burning those lips. So we got to bring them back and it's infused too. So I don't necessarily feel the infused effects because like I said, I'm a regular smoker, but, um, I have given it to my friends who don't smoke at all to just, I want to see how is it about to hit you? And they do get a nice buzz off of, you know, just putting it on their lips. So that's definitely nice. dope. Yes. Yeah, so I've been using that. Um, the body butter definitely for my skin. It is wonderful. It is absolutely amazing. Um, I actually just had a friend to tell me that it actually helped with reducing the pain and the inflammation in her dad's psoriasis. She's been rubbing it on his legs. So oh, wow. that was definitely like a, a plus, you know, in my book. So really been just utilizing my products. Um, Strain-wise, though, now I don't mind dabbling. Um, it's a people's strain. <laughs> so at the beginning of the year, um, I had the Nipsey Hustle Neapolitan strain. I haven't tried that boy. any of the Nipsey weed, but I've heard it's fire. Fire. I was, I thought that it was just all talk. I had that and some, Marathon, and some Marathon OG. Fire. Fire. Was it worth fire. it? Because I know that's expensive, and I keep being like, I want to go get it. Like I said, I'm in Long Beach, so I'm not that far from Compton and mm-hmm. to get this. But I don't know if it's worth it. Like, it's like $80 it's worth something it. crazy. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. It's super expensive, but for us, and I think, too, like I said, I came for my birthday at the beginning of the year, so everything in that moment was very you were like, so I worth don't it. Care. Um, <laughs> yeah, give it here. I need to try it anyway. Give okay. it here. Give it here. Um, You're the but, person um, who told me it's worth it, so maybe. It's worth it, though. It's really, really worth it. I literally just had a – we had just a whole uh, conversation about it on Clubhouse because that's how fire it is. Like, it's <laughs> worth it, definitely. That's one that I will definitely try. So try his line. Um, I also had some blueberry muffins. That's Ooh, fire. I love, um, I love really, really sweet turpins, like especially the ones you could just smell and taste. It's just like, mm-hmm. ooh, yes. So that that was definitely fire for me. Um, White Gushers was fire for me. Um, I also had some Gas Monkey, which actually originates from a grower who's here in Michigan, and he um, placed first place at the Cannabis Cup uh, for that strand. So that was definitely fire for sure. Um, 
yeah, I have I have like a couple of different things, but those were like the most notable ones that were really the ones like, that stuck to mm. you, the ones that you remembered through like the most. Good. Yes, that's good. Man, that Nipsey has to go get some marathon OG soon. I don't know, y'all. Someone, someone cashed at me, so I can't go get some <laughs> marathon OG. No, you you will not be disappointed. Like I was a little upset. Um, no, actually, I did have. I had to bring a little bit back home. It was to the point where I was, it was like, so good. You were like, this. I can't leave this. Here. It was so good. <laughs> Can't couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. So definitely grab you some and you'll be good. That's great. Well what ways do you recommend for new what you know, strain or maybe what ways to consume do you recommend for new users? I think sometimes smoking can be really overwhelming for if you're like new to cannabis. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. Um I and I do because I had a friend who she was so all she did was drink. You know, it was so recently hell-bent on it all 2019. No, I don't mm-hmm. want to smoke. I don't want to do anything. But towards the end of the year, she started eating her edibles mm-hmm. and started eating more edibles and more mm-hmm. edibles. And now this girl is smoking. So I was like, oh, oh, look oh, at the person like who was it. so anti and against <laughs> the weed. Mm-hmm. And now you are indulging, taking pictures, uploading yourself in the bathtub with a bunch. <laughs> girl, what is you doing? So, oh, man. I know a lot of those people. Said, <laughs> yes, like it, it's just so funny, but I, I I love it. I embrace it for sure. Um, I definitely say try with edibles first. Go mm-hmm. as slow as possible, small, small um, especially portions. like small portions, like honey, a fourth at most. Like yes. just just start with a fourth, and then see how you feel. If you feel like I don't really feel it, or I just feel like buzz, then feel free to go and take that other fourth. So then you would have had a half. But stop right there. Mm-hmm. Just step right there and just watch your body for the day. See exactly, um, you know, how you experience it. But like I said, the biggest thing is really just to take it slow. Don't really yes. try to do too much. Um, yeah. Don't overall. feel pressured either. I feel like people, especially now, yeah. like, well, everyone's smoking these big blunts or whatnot. So like, what? No, like, you don't have to do all that. You don't have to do all of that. Like, you don't have to impress somebody trying to smoke. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just eat your edible. Eat your edible or get your little pen or something. But really, Whatever just eat your edible and call it a day. Yes. Um, and then when you are ready to smoke, then by all means, definitely go ahead and start smoking. Now, I'm a blunt girl. I do know some people who really, really love papers. And don't get me wrong, papers are cool. However, whew, papers hit me like bongs hit me, baby, in my, my little chest. <laughs> Woo, it's like out of body experience. So I don't be liking that sometimes. And then they also burn so fast. Mm-hmm. So, you see, while we've been talking, I've been able to put my blunt down, pick it back up, come back, walk around. Yeah, that I couldn't have with a paper. Okay, the paper would have been done in our first 10 minutes. Like, huh? Yeah, I, I think once are great so, for new users in a weird way because you can, like, put it down and then come back to it later and you can, like, have a blunt yes. all day. Yes, and you will be good to go. So I will definitely say just take it all slow. And as a new user, too, you can learn to roll up by yourself, but please just go get a pro to do just it for ask you because somebody. just ask somebody. Because y'all know what's my pet peeve about a new user when they try to roll up? Y'all don't put shit in the blunt. <laughs> All y'all are doing is out here smoking that damn tobacco leaf. Ma'am, where's the weed? <laughs> this air, where is the weed? Put the weed in there. So with that being said, just ask. We will teach you with open Somebody arms. Somebody will this teach all you, you and there'll be no shame. I remember my good friend taught me how to roll a blunt, and she was very patient with me. We went through many a torn blunt, and it's fine. It's okay. That's how you learn. It's how you learn. Like, it's okay. Boys taught me how to roll up, so that's probably why when a lot of boys see me roll, they be like, oh, you roll like a boy. Yeah. I get called out all the time. Yes. Like, you tell me that, like, you roll like a boy. And I was like, but I got to talk about how I do roll very big blunts. This is just, like, a Houston thing, like. Because we just would just get what we got, so we would try to just make it the most of it. So I just roll these big ass ones for no reason. <laughs> for no reason. For oh my gosh, my boyfriend has told me, girl, if you don't start rolling up these fucking fingers, I'm gonna beat your ass. Oh, like, like, all right, so I'm mad. Gonna it out. Like you're wasting weed. I'm like, but it goes in the blunt. I had an ex get so mad at me because <laughs> I would roll these like fat blunts, and he'd be like, why are you rolling these fat blunts? I'd be like, you can go get another girl who rolls skinny blunts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like you can. Y'all can be out here sipping straws, but with that, I'm that, 
you, that's not me. I need that's a for nice me in one my house. Nice head. rolling big one. Period. <laughs> I second that. So. <laughs> Period. So what's next for you, girl? What's next for you and your brand? Where do you hope to see yourself in this industry in the next couple of years? Because as we know, this industry is growing. Like, and yes, it's got to get in it now. So fast. Mm-hmm. Get in it now and get in it doing what you you're already really really great. Yeah, at. just pivot. Um, but for me, yes. Um, but for me, like I say, the social equity program is really, really big for me. Um, definitely getting that licensing, all the licensing so that way I can become a registered micro business um, in cannabis because that is typically what the lounge will go up under um, since we wouldn't necessarily be like the full-blown retail space, well, you know, like the flower and like everything. Mm-hmm. Um, we would just have something. So like I say, it's still a, a co-working lounge. So that is, you know, the, the next biggest thing. I know it won't come so rapidly within the year, but, um, you know, fingers crossed because a lot of things can definitely change very Mm -hmm. fast for a person in a year. Um, so that's definitely like the biggest thing product wise, definitely moving them and pushing them into uh, dispensaries, getting them tested. So that way they meet the Michigan compliance here. Um, and then, yeah, definitely creating more content. Oh, definitely ramping it up in content. Um, I mean, you are like killing it with the content girl. (laughs) What else can you do? Honey, I, I'll just be like, I'm not doing enough. But I did take a break oh, for, like, the end so of the year. Good. Like, I just want to, like, recharge a little Y'all bit so that way when the new year comes. I could tell that they take a lot of time. You put a lot of energy and effort into them. I think people don't realize mm-hmm. when you're a creator in this space, you are spending a lot of your own money doing this. Yes. So definitely go watch Yes, you are. support. Because she's working yes. hard. If you, you see the background back there, I don't even know how you did that. But <laughs> I know it was hard. Honey, that was so stressful. I stressed my mom out. I was stressing my boyfriend out. <laughs> you guys, we have to go to Home Depot. You guys have trucks. I need you to come on. I was going back and forth to get the grass. Like, yes, it is literally the time and the dedication. And I'm so happy because I literally just found um, a photographer and a videographer to work with. So I'm really happy. So that way I can have somebody to actually shoot my content, um, you know, edit my photos. I can do my videos. But it will definitely help to kind of take some of that load off. So I am so excited because I really want to um, produce so much more for you guys. Definitely a lot more content for sure. Yes, and then what do you hope to see change or grow in the Michigan cannabis industry in the next year or so? Ooh, that um, definitely Detroit becomes rec, rec legal, um, that the social equity program is actually popping, right? That it actually meets the standards of social equity. Yes. Exactly. Um, It has room because, like I tell people all the time, there's so much space for everybody in this space. Um, It's just about you figuring out where your space is and where your lane is. So definitely seeing that piece. Um, and I want to see, honestly, even outside of Michigan, I want to see, you know, further. I do know that uh, the House bill just passed for yes, um, taking app. marijuana out as a class. Yes. yes so um, I definitely do want to see that pass further. However, I don't necessarily want to see it pass so soon because I'm a little afraid of the regulations that may come with it. Yeah. Um, so I, don't I just want to make sure that it's fine-tuned. Because um, the bill has to to go actually just wrote an article about this um the bill has to be approved by the senate by january 3rd and it just most likely is going to happen by then so i mean it's still a good step in the right direction you know we're we're seeing that the government is recognizing that cannabis is a, a equitable business and it has um some value so i think we're moving in the right direction but i don't think it's going to happen quite yet absolutely okay that's cool just slow it down. So that yeah. way, you know, I think they're trying people, to, like, get you know, it just right. Like, they're trying to do it in Michigan, mm-hmm. you know? Like, they want to make sure they do it correctly because we've seen so many states have to redo it so many times that we want to make yes. sure we get it right. I really hope yes. Michigan gets, you know, I really appreciate that they are taking their time, and I really hope they get it right. And I really, really, really hope they're working with the women of color and the men of color out there who are in the industry and are advocating for it because that's who you all really need to talk to is the people of color Absolutely. who have been in the industry who know how we want to see it legalized. Absolutely. See? Yes! I'm so excited. I'm seeing these round tables now. <laughs> I know. So I'm like, I'm already there, girl. I'm coming. 
already there. Like, already yes. there. I the last all question, right now. and I ask this to every mm-hmm. guest, and I love it because every guest gives me a different answer. Um, what advice, tips can you offer to a woman out there that wants to enter the cannabis industry or create their own cannabis brand or a CBD brand or content, but they don't know where to start? They're just stuck. What advice would you give that woman? So first things first, if you absolutely don't know what you want to do, go and watch my video that has 72 job opportunities in yes, cannabis. Just no, just that kidding. Out. <laughs> Seriously. Okay, I literally just put that out. So definitely go and watch that because that will help to formulate That's some ideas, start, honestly. Because um, the biggest thing is really just about starting where you are, right? So a lot of people think that in order for them to start in cannabis, they need to be touching a flower. Um, mm-hmm. They need to be selling some weed, you know, working in the dispensary, doing so many different things. However, mm-hmm. cannabis is an ever-evolving. It's not true. It's an ever-evolving um, business. I definitely, you know, encourage at some point in life, definitely kind of take take a visit, you know, definitely educate yourself, at least feel it to see, you know, what it's mm-hmm. like. However, um, if you just want to start with in this industry and it really fascinates you and you feel like you can really make a difference, then just start where you are. So are you an accountant? Because there are so many you different cannabis, cannabis businesses accountant. who are looking for. Yeah. Yes, who are looking for you. Um, you know, if you're a web designer, there are so many different businesses who are looking for their their websites to be designed specifically um, to attract cannabis audiences. Like, mm-hmm. so, for example, you see so many graphic designers, um, especially women who um, really gravitate a lot to the beauty industry, right, from, mm-hmm. like, the virgin hair to the boutiques and things like that. So, instead, make that niche for you in cannabis. Um, there, there are just so many things that you can do, and it's really just about starting where you are now, like, I literally just took my journalist lane and started right where I am to the point where one of my college professors um, DM'd me and was like, I am so proud of you. You crafted your own lane um, while definitely Aww. educating people in journalism and in videography. And I said, thank you so that's much, so Dr. Nice. Matt. Because, yes, like it was very dope. And that's really what it's all about. It, you know, it's just about you figuring out what you're good at. And then, too, don't be intimidated to go and help somebody else. So yes. um, that's the biggest thing that I have to really days. say. Yes, like there is room for all of us. Everyone does not have to start their own business in cannabis to feel like um, you are attributing to this actual industry and to this business for you to succeed. So you literally might just be very, very great at graphic design, but your customer service skills really suck and you're not really business savvy to actually maintain it. But mm-hmm. you can really freak this and make it. How about you go and figure out what brand, like, for example, um, the Cookies brand, I've seen it on their website at one point in time that they were actually hiring for a graphic designer, yes, right? they are. So you They're can go and, yeah. Graphic. I applied for that job. <laughs> See? And you're going to get it. You've already gotten it, honey. Yes, so it's calling coming. it into existence. We just going into the new year. So that's that's her job. So, But that's yeah. an example for you guys. So <laughs> you guys have to get a new job because that's already her job. So... Um, <laughs> But that's a perfect, you know, that's a perfect yeah, that's a good example, though. Like, yes, like help your community, honestly, to build because, um, like I say, especially for the black people in cannabis, like, honestly, we all need each other. Um, as independent as we might try to be, we need to, like, really partner together. Oh, yes. We need to really build up our community in this space. Um, like, for example, a, a young lady and I were actually just talking about how there aren't really enough black cannabis influencers. There are yeah. white ones who are literally making a living off of just being a cannabis influencer, period. Okay, six figures. So with that being said, it's about figuring out how can you be a community with somebody. So like I mm-hmm. told you guys, you know, I just um, found an up-and-coming videographer and photographer who I trust, and I've seen his work in multiple different um sector so with that being said I said hey can you join my team you know it's just you and I can we can we make this happen but that's a partnership that'll go a long way to help a business to actually grow yeah. um, so that's just really what I want a lot of people to kind of think about don't be afraid of getting it out the mud with a person um, especially because you never really know how a person will pay you for it just because you are basically one of the founders of the business overall yeah like go on like you said go so. on clubhouse go on instagram go on LinkedIn and just talk to people, just ask questions. I personally have also been loving Clubhouse because the cannabis community has just like kind of all went over there and we can have conversations with each other and connect and start to really build those relationships that help everybody's business or brand or their vision grow. So 
like you said, just start mm-hmm. somewhere. Watch her video, number one. <laughs> and then write okay. down what you're good at and how you can apply it to cannabis. Look for jobs. You can, like, I've been looking for jobs. You can go on Indeed and just put cannabis jobs in your city, and you'll find a bunch right now because everyone is hiring for 2021. The industry is expected to boom, like, some crazy, like, $20 billion or something crazy in the next mm-hmm. year. So the opportunity is everywhere. It's just you finding it. If you're interested, if you're, if you're not interested in doing that, that's, that's totally fine. But for the women that are interested in the cannabis industry, like most of the listeners are, just start somewhere. But start by going to Sydney's video first. Okay. Start there. Okay. Get you some ideas. And like I say, if you are not business savvy, don't be afraid to join a team and reach out to a person and say, I'm good at X, Y, and Z. How can I help you? And, you know, understand, too, that we all are growing together, so we don't have, like, a bank yeah. to cut you a salary, so don't cut your day job. Yeah. But understand, we are getting it out the mud together. Exactly. Thank you so much for answering those questions. Now I have a really no kind of mean but fun speed round stoner question. <laughs> These okay. are the questions that I ask everybody. They're the, they're the stoner questions that, like, nobody wants to answer, but I'm going to ask you them today. Are you ready? Okay. So these are in the context of, like, you can only have one for the rest of your life. Oh. (laughs) Oh, like, take a little hit. People are like, let me just take a hit real quick before I get into this. All right. Okay. Let me light up. Indica or Indica? Indica. Blunt, bong, joints, or edibles? Blunt. Dabs or pens? You know what? A dab, I only did that one time in my life and it killed me, but I'm going to have to go with dab. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Two hits and I was blown. <laughs> um, tobacco blunt. <laughs> um, go to donor munchie snack. Wait, say it one more time. Your go to munchie snack. Oh, oh, oh. Mmm. Ooh, hot chips. Any kind. That's a good one. And then three strains. Once again, in the context of three strains, you can only have for the rest of your existence. Mm. Okay, so I can have that Marathon OG, that Neapolitan, okay. and that Blueberry Muffin, because those that are great. That was quick. You were like, those, those are, are five. Great. Those are my three. <laughs> that was quick. Good job. People I could say that. People a long time. Like, they're like, no, this one, this one, this one. Got it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, I know exactly Sydney, for I answering those speed round questions so quickly and all these other questions. I think people are going to get lots of great information from you. Now is your time to shine, girl. I want you to plug, promo all your pages, all your projects, where we can find you. Yes. Okay, guys. So definitely follow me on Instagram um, at Sydney Bowden TV. That's S-Y-D-N-E-Y-B-O-W-D-E-N-T-V. And also follow my other page, the business page, that's Mother of Green Co. Um, Very easy to find. You can find it actually from my own page. Be sure to visit my website. You can definitely find the link tree, um, definitely all within the bio where you can see more about, like, the products, more about the company, um, and can definitely see some of those videos. Please also subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, I will definitely be going forward into 2021 i won't really be using igtv anymore because you know instagram has been tripping against the cannabis community lately i don't know what they're doing so i I'm feel like scared. i'm shadow i don't right know now. like yeah i i really don't know what's happening so with that being said we're we're gonna go ahead and just move a lot of those videos over to youtube mm-hmm. um so definitely um keep up with that by subscribing to the youtube channel um, and there will be more insight definitely on the website. Oh, also be on the lookout because in 2021, I am going to start a private subscription group um, because Ooh. I will no longer be offering edibles like um, an a la carte piece, but instead um, as a part of the subscription. So you'll get a monthly box of edibles and other treats as well. Um, so nice. definitely be on the lookout for that. And that's pretty much it about me. Nice. I cannot wait to see all the things that you're going to create. We already know this loud is going to come into existence. You're going to, you know, go through this social equity program with grace. It's going to be so good. I just love seeing black women win the country. You're going to win. We're all going to win, and we all have room to, yes. to grow here. So 
I really appreciate you for being on and being so patient through all these technical difficulties. My God. Oh, it's no problem. This was so freaking fun. So, no, I'm so grateful and so thankful that you thought of me and wanted me on as well. So, thank you. Thank you so much. Yes, we'll definitely be in touch. Thank you guys for listening. Of course, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to add or ask or announcements. Like I mentioned earlier, um, I'm looking for a couple more sponsors for the last couple episodes of the show. I would, of course, love to feature another black-owned cannabis brand. All the sponsors on the show so far have been women and black-owned cannabis brands, so I would love to keep that theme and have some more women black-owned cannabis brands to be partners on the show. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you guys tag us on Instagram, and you can find um, Sydney's information in the episode description that's always below, Um, and you can find future, I mean, past episodes and um, information about the show on Instagram with the hashtag wine with weave and also the link in my bio I'm trying to think anything else I don't even know I'm just high now and I'm going to go start my day <laughs> it's going to be a good day absolutely it's going to be a great day it's going to be a beautiful day well thank you again Sydney you were so lovely to have on I will talk to you later girl thank you guys for listening thank as well. you Stay and high. have a great day you too bye ah, see you later bye bye